Hello, everyone. I hope you're doing okay today. So on today's topic of discussion, I'm going to explain a little bit of information on seven points that I feel are really, really helpful uh, for you to be considering when you want to avoid this sort of yo-yo dieting restriction binge cycle, which generally tends to happen with a lot of people. Um, and there's a few points that I, I brought up in, in, a, in, in some content and it was related to cravings. And I just thought to myself, when I, when I looked at the points, it was actually five points. I've, in, I've increased this to seven. But with the five points, I thought it could relate just to general yo-yo dieting um, and how we can improve on this and, and maintain and get long-term results with regards to maintaining our goal when we want to drop body fat and lose weight or whatever it is that you want to, to do. You want to get in better shape, basically. Um, and you, you may just want to improve things like your relationship with food as well. Um, and I think these things will really help you out and give you a little bit more. Um, it will probably increase uh, this from preventing it from happening again as well, where you have that end date and you're able to maintain your results long term. Um, anyway, I'm going to get on with the seven points because I'm sure you're all waiting to, to listen into these and figure out what they actually are. Um, some of them you, you may be doing already when you're listening into this. So you might be thinking, I'm doing that already. Uh, and some of them you might think, actually, do you know what? I'm actually not too sure if we am or not. Um, and, and if this is the case and you're not too sure where you are with it, and if you you know you, you need a little bit more clarity, uh, then feel free to, to get in touch and I'll, I'll give you a little bit more information on this as well and see if it can help you. Um, so uh, the seven things that we need to avoid with regards to yo-yo dieting is the very first one, which is probably the main one people consider when they're wanting to lose weight is they want to put themselves in a calorie deficit. Everyone talks about it, um, but I don't necessarily think people understand how far they push themselves with a big deficit sometimes um, and the complications that can that can arise sometimes um, when, when you are wanting to lose a little bit of weight or drop a bit of body fat. Um, because I think it's important to make sure that you know exactly where you are with things. And I obviously can't tell you that, that perfect number there's never always going to be a perfect number anyway and it's always going to be varied and I think it's important to make sure that we be fle we become flexible with what we're doing but you know what I'm going to consider here is is not just like a 24-hour window but like just averages over time because it probably won't matter too much if you're in a big calorie deficit for you know a really short period of time for a few days but sometimes if this escalates and you're always wanting to consider going lower. You think lower is better. And I'm going to get the results that I want to get with, with pushing a bigger deficit. I'm going to, you know, progressing further on with my goal. And you're noticing that this may help you out with, with regards to where you want to get to that end point of where you want to focus on. Because usually that's what it is, is that there's always a point that we want to get towards. Um, and usually you want to get there as quickly as possible. So people generally tend to push this big calorie deficit um, so they can get there as quickly as they can uh, to get the results. I understand that, but the, the the complications that you need to consider here sometimes is when we do push that big deficit, there's a number of things which could happen. Um, 
the fact that you're not able to consume certain foods that you in, you like to indulge on, looking at averages over time, that is, um, it could be like a, a weekend where you wanted to maybe indulge or something, or you you want to have a treat. You might push this to one side. You might push a social event to one side because you want to lose the weight. So, not necessarily the fact that you you haven't made your cravings or anything at all, but it's just the fact that you know you're not wanting to live your best life at that moment and you're willing to put a hold on that until you get the results that you want but the issue we find is sometimes if that happens there's always going to be a time when you come back to that social event and you will not know how to deal with it and it may escalate a little bit more afterwards as well after that social event so that's what I, I want you to consider here is sometimes that that we, we aren't we don't really find room for other things in our life when we push a big deficit and it may just be that little bit of a treat that you want as well whatever it is it could be something that you really love having and you've had to take it away because you happen to fit other things in as well um especially if it's if it's going extremely low it depends on the person as well um of of who they are and you know how they like to indulge as well what type of food choices they work with um but it's just something to consider with regards to that because if we take things away um then it's just gonna it's just gonna promote things becoming more and more desirable um and i think that doesn't just come from a point of view of uh like a social event it could be like a family thing as well like you know the fact that you're not eating with your family or something because they're having maybe like a slightly high, higher calorific meal and you're like well i'm not gonna have that i'm gonna probably go for this one which is an extra two three hundred calories less and i'm just gonna focus on eating what i that that's my meal and you have something separate you happen to make separate meals and i don't think that's necessarily a healthy thing either you know you should be able to you know, indulge and consume foods uh, the same as what your family's having, especially if you enjoy having them as well. Um, so I think from a family point of view, I think that's important as well. Um, uh, and I think these, the, them two major things will, will, will definitely help you out. And I think from, you know, a physical point of view of how your body generally tends to react to pushing a big calorie deficit is sometimes what will happen is things like your body will will react to the, that the, that big deficit and it will try and hold on to as much body fat as possible and it's very clever at, at thinking about this as well so what will happen is you're less likely to move as much naturally your body will understand that you're not getting as many calories in so your things like your NEAT, which is your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So it basically means like your movements throughout the day, your steps. It's even things like fidgeting, you know, anything as simple as that, which creates an energy balance and pushes that deficit. Naturally, your body will not want to move as much because you're not consuming as many calories. It will want to hold on to that body fat. Okay. And that will happen probably more if you push a big deficit. And you're probably less likely to move. You're probably like, you think to yourself, let's, let's just say, for instance, you used to usually walk to the shop uh, to get something, whatever it is. And like you've used to doing that. But then there may be a day when you've been pushing a big deficit and it's like, you know what, I feel a little bit tired today. Uh, I'm just not feeling with it at all. And you may just want to 
get in your car and drive there. So that could just be, you know, a scenario. It could be the fact that you just don't want to get up to, uh, you're watching TV and you don't want to get up to, to pick the controller up and you'd rather just watch whatever's on the TV at that time as well. Or, you know, you'd ask your, your children to go and get the, the control for you. Something as simple as that could be really, really straightforward and simple. But the fact that you've not been able to take the action to move as much because you're feeling tired, you're not necessarily recovering as quick, it can affect you a, a great deal. Um, and, and obviously, this, this is a major point. So I'm explaining this in quite a lot of detail here. Um, but it, it really, really does affect you. And not just from a from movement point of view, but for performance as well. If you wanted to, you know, have this lean, healthy look. It's more sort of like people want to feel toned, defined, all these things. They want to work out in the gym so they create a little bit of lean muscle mass. Um, and when they do this, you know, things like performance is going to be neglected a little bit there. You, you might you might want to miss and skip an exercise session as well just because you're pushing that big deficit as well. Um, and, and, and the thing is, you might just be able to get them a few extra repetitions out when you maybe consume slightly more calories. Um, so it is definitely something to, to, to consider uh, as, as a point of view. Um, and I think as well, as, uh, as I've mentioned, which I'm going to probably bring up quite a lot, is it just increases cravings. Pushing a big deficit will, will change hormones within your body as well. So we have a hormone called leptin, which is a satiety hormone which gives us feelings of fullness. That will generally tend to go down. It probably won't go down really quickly um, with, with regards to this, but it will It will over time, especially if you've been pushing it for a few weeks, you'll generally tend to find that the, the, the cravings start to kick in a little bit more. And then obviously the, the craving hormone ghrelin will increase quite quickly as well um, because you're not consuming as the foods of what you used to used to having as well. So uh, just, just something to consider, guys, whenever that, because the last thing you want to do is bounce back with what you're doing, pushing that big deficit. Um, yeah, so that is my first point. I've uh, gone, on, gone on to a lot of information with regards to that, but that, that's a very, very important point uh, to, to consider. Um, and, and I think from a point of view, the second point I'm going to bring up is, is sleep and more. Most of the time... I don't necessarily think that people probably get a sufficient amount of sleep all the time. Um, you know, I have a lot of electronic devices, um, you know, a lot of stress, which may prevent you from sleeping as well. Um, we're maybe not taking time at night to relax as well and stuff like this. And there could be a number of factors. It could be like work, family commitments, social life, you're pushing, you know, you're not necessarily sleeping well on the weekends through sociable. It could be like through the week, it's family and work commitments. So you're not sleeping as well. Um, and if you're not getting an, ad an adequate amount of sleep, but you're doing everything else, else right and you're thinking, what's going on here? I'm not moving forwards with my goals. Sometimes as simple as just making sure that we can take time for ourselves to, to get a sufficient amount of sleep and will definitely help you out. Because if you think about it now, if you've had a, you know, a poor night's sleep, how do you feel? What, what, what happens within that day? Um, do you feel relatively stressed out? Are you using food as a form of coping? Uh, are you less likely to move as much? Your, your ambition generally tends to go out the window a little bit more. It's a little bit like if you're hungover and you've been drinking, it's like, you just, you just don't feel motivated at all. Um, and things can be brushed to one side a great deal. 
you might not you may get home from work and you're like you know what i'm just going to throw something in the oven i'm not necessarily going to cook the meal that i planned which was in line with my goal and it's all not necessarily the fact that you just don't feel like doing it at the time it's the fact that we may have just not been you know sleeping as well and it is important to make sure that you master them things a great deal uh, and that can definitely help you out so that's the second point um and, and the third point I want to bring up is, is, is about nutrition itself um, and specific types of foods. I actually find that there's, there's certain types of foods that we should be promoting a great deal. Uh, and the third point I want to bring up is, is getting a sufficient amount of protein in. And I say, like, how much protein do I generally tend to need? It will depend on the person, I think, and what type of goal they want to achieve. Um, but just making sure that you you can just monitor this and see where it is and and take the box of trying to get you know a sufficient amount of protein within within the day you're getting high in protein foods so you things like you're getting good meat sources in if you're a veggie you know beans lentils could you potentially be promoting things like dairy products in as well um you know lots of veg even vegetables you know think little things like that probably don't contain as much protein in uh, and your essential amino acids, but they're still going to provide some form of nutrients to help you out. Um, so I think it's really, really helpful for, for, for us to be considering these things as well and trying to get certain types of foods in quite regularly, which promote feelings of fullness as well and prevent your cravings from happening. Because you might have a, a, you know, a substantial meal, which is quite low in protein, and you consume it and you're like... Oh, you know what, like about an hour later, you're, you're hungry again and stuff like that. Um, it could be the fact that this this could be just increased a little bit more as well. Um, and, and I probably want to obviously just mention as well, I mean, I don't necessarily think it's it is, uh, is, is a priority because I think protein is like you your type of macronutrient that you need the most to promote feelings of, of satiety. It's the, the one that's going to be, the highest amount of satiety levels that's going to be increased the most. Um, but I think things like car if, you, if you're choosing carbohydrate sources as well, what type of carbohydrate sources you cho are you choosing? Um, you know, are they sort of very um, processed refined carbohydrates or are they quite high in fiber? So you're choosing things like baked potatoes and, you know, rice and pasta or you, or, or you go for other things like maybe like a wrap or, uh, or bread or something like that. We may just need to change things right around there as well. So there's just some things to be considering. Um, and I think they could really help uh, a lot of people out. Um, and then the next point, which is number four, is um, I, I think it's important to make sure that you consider your training as well, your exercise, because most of the time people want to exercise for, for a number of reasons, not just necessarily the fact that they you know want to, lose weight which is something that you know they want to look better and stuff about themselves um people might do it because of mental health as well it's like something that you know i know myself that if i exercise it's not just as a sort of like i just want to look better i'm not training just because of, of, of that purpose it's the fact that sometimes it just reduces a lot of stress down it makes me feel a lot better that endorphin release as well but what we can need to consider sometimes is if we are training consistently all the time and you're just, you know, chasing that high, it could be promoting a few other things as well. And I know, I know for a fact, because obviously I work with a lot of runners and I know that, you know, this happens a great deal is that they'll like, 
you know, run consistently and they'll do like, um, um, they'll be do, they'll be running every single day, basically. And what will generally tend to happen sometimes is because they're chasing that high all the time. Um, and it might be because it's a socialist, the social side aspect of, of running in the community as well. It's a big social thing that happens quite a lot and people, you know, they're able to catch up with friends and stuff. So I get, I understand that, but we need to sort of know the, the fact that sometimes if you are pushing that too much, then it's going to affect a number of things. Um, and that can come from things like cravings. Again, as I've just mentioned before, it related to me content quite a lot on Instagram. The fact that, you know, your hormones, what, what I mentioned before, your satiety hormones, they're going to be changed quite a lot. You're not going to be recovering from sessions. So you're not going to be, you know, training as well and stuff like this. And it's just going to promote a few things there. And you're probably more likely to overeat and consume on foods. Um, so it is, it's definitely something to be mindful of as well. And just be aware of your eating habits. If you are pushing your exercise sessions up, so you're pushing your frequency of sessions. So it might, you might've gone for like one or two sessions a week to like, you know, four or five or something like that. Just, just be mindful if you are doing that, how you feeling. Are you recovering from sessions? How are your cravings? You know, it, it's all interlinked as well. It's like, is, are you sleeping better? What's your stress levels like and stuff like that? Um, do you feel quite tired and fatigued all the time? Little things like that could could be really helpful to monitor when you are up in the frequency and the intensity of your sessions as well. Are you going from like, you know, a session where it was, you know, relatively intense, but you were sort of just maintaining that level and all of a sudden you've just ramped it up really hard and it's been intense. It's been like hit training and stuff like that. You've pushed yourself to limits. You're working on progressive overload where you want to really push and increase the weights within your sessions, your, your pace. You're going a lot faster when you're running outside and stuff like that. You're just pushing that every single session that you're doing. If that's the case as well, then you need to consider a few things on that and just be mindful of a few things that, that that's happening within your nutrition and just how you're feeling on a on a regular basis. Uh, so I hope that makes sense. I hope it gives you a little bit more of an understanding on that. Um, <laughs> and this was my fifth point actually with regards to cravings, which I think is important because it's coming back to using things as a form of coping. Um, because I think I just see it so much like people get, you know, we all have stressful lives. You always have things going on and, and don't get me wrong. I, I think as well, this is something which could potentially be out of our control as well. And we may have to be willing to accept that this may happen, that stress levels will get high sometimes. You know, if you've got, you know, I work with busy individuals who have got, you know, really um, busy lives. They might have like a um, hectic lifestyle where they've got children, you know, they've got a job, which has got a lot of pressure on them. They've got quite a few things that they're doing at the moment, which is, increase them stress levels up a little bit more than they would do normally. Uh, and they can't get away from that. You know, it might've just been for a short period of time, but you know, for the, the, them two weeks, it's like, Oh, well, the stress levels are going a little bit high. So maybe just like sort of, you know, sitting someone down and just saying, saying to them and be realistic and saying, okay, you know, we need to make sure that we understand that this is going to affect our goal. Maybe a little bit more. We may need to just change what we're doing and maybe just maintain our results with what we've got for that short period of time and not consider wanting to, to lose weight and drop body fat and transform your body right now, because 
you can't do everything sometimes. Sometimes you need to put that effort um, and focus in, into your goal. And sometimes if you've got a load of things going on, it's probably not the best time for you to be doing it. Um, but anyway, sometimes there might just be times where it is in your control as well, where you can take time to relax a little bit more, whatever it is. Because sometimes if we don't, you'll use for, forms of coping with this, whether it misses missing exercise session, not going out and doing your steps, you know, consuming a treat, maybe a little bit more than what you would do normally. Um, you know, not becoming organized. That's another thing as well, like sort of not prepping your foods or, you know, cooking a food, which is taking you a little bit more effort to do. You're not doing these things because you're a little bit stressed out. And sometimes it's just about taking a little bit of a step back, giving yourself time to relax and just considering your goal and knowing that, you know, you need to relax sometimes. And that's not like, you know, unwinding on the week weekend and letting loose and stuff like that and going out um, with your friends and stuff. It's about just taking time for you to, to relax and unwind where you're, you, when you've done that, you feel great. You've got plenty of energy levels. You're more motivated. You're willing to get tasks done after you've relaxed and done whatever it is. Um, and that could be anything. I like listening to music most of the time. I like running. I like walking. Um, I like listening to podcasts sometimes. Um, and and they're, they're, they're things that I generally tend to do because, you know, if I do them quite regularly, then I know if I come away from that, what I've just done, I feel better, 100% better. Um, and I try not to set myself too many tasks as well and try not to put so much pressure on myself to, to do too many things uh, because I know that if I do that, then I'm, I'm just going to get more stressed out and it's going to affect things like me eating habits and it's going to affect my, my training. My mindset going into a training session is like a big thing. It's like, I think I explained this a little bit in uh, in on, on one of my Instagram posts. It was like, I just didn't, I, I, I was recovered from sessions. I felt like I had plenty of energy levels. I'd had my coffee before I went in, but we just, my head just wasn't in the right place. And I was a little bit stressed out going into the session and the performance just dropped down. And sometimes that's all it takes is for you to be a little bit stressed out and you're not, you know, in the correct mindset and your trainings, you know, uh, can go to pot. So, yeah, something to think about. So they're mainly the five points that I brought up in the uh, in my Instagram post, which I've gone into a little bit of detail with. Um, but I think that the, the, the next two, which, are, which I think are important, is... Um, the, the next one is cost benefits, which I think is, is very important from a, from a number of things. Um, and this is more from a mindset point of view than, than anything else. And I think I've explained this um, a little bit as well within podcasts and live videos. And, and I think it's important to, to explain it here uh, and make you aware of it. But it's about being able to make sure that we say yes to things sometimes when we, when we really want it. If you're like, like I really want to like have this food it's like I'm craving it so much and but you consider yourself you've got a goal to hit and you're like shall I have some of it or 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 not and most of the time if it's like a hundred percent like you're behind it and it's like it's something that you really want then you should be saying yes to it most of the time because you shouldn't put your as I mentioned before you shouldn't be putting your life on hold taking everything away you should be saying yes to something. 
But then there needs to be a point where you can't go into this overconsumption of food and saying yes to it all the time. Can't say yes to everything. Say yes to everything, then you're not going to get the goal that you want. So there has to be times when you have to say no or draw a line at a certain point as well. Um, and I think it's important to make sure that you know that because if it's if you're 100% behind consuming something, it's like a treat or something. It's like, was it worth it, that cost outweighing the benefits? You've got to consider them things. And when you do, when you think about it that way, it, it can really help you out. And that could be from like a social event where you've had like a few drinks. It could be the fact that, you know, um, there's maybe some chocolates and there's like a large amount of chocolates and you maybe just had um, a little piece of it and it's like you've consumed it and it tastes great. And it was like, should I go back and eat the, the next piece? And it's like, is it would it be 100% worth it then? It might be. But then that, that next piece, is it going to be worth it? And that's the thing that you need to consider sometimes is no, you know, the, my goal is important to me now. I've had something now which tasted great and I need to draw a line and move on with my goal. Um, so I think that's something just to consider with, with, regard, with what you're doing. And, and that's sometimes when you do that um, and you master that and it, it requires a lot of like determination and hard work to just draw a line. But then when you've done it once or twice, you start to get better at doing it, at, at drawing that line and saying, no, you know, I've had enough now, I'm going to move on. And then things, you'll start to build up habits with, with regards to that as well. But it's usually over a period of like two to three weeks when you're trying to do this and then all of a sudden you, you're sort of mastering that habit a little bit more with regards to treats. Um, so I think that, I think that's the main thing with what, what I wanted to bring up with regards to cost benefits. Um, and then the, the next one I think is, is just because people have hectic lives and I thought what could be a good thing to be considering, I think it's just generally becoming organized because most of the time people are willing to consume health conscious foods or delivering an exercise session or all of these things, people are willing to do that. But most of the time, the reason why it gets brushed to one side, because it's easier said than done this as well. And I think I brought this up in a little bit of content as well with regards to motivation is we say that we want to do these things, but sometimes we we don't get them done. And they get brushed to one side. And it's just sort of like every day you'll say you're going to do these things. And then or every week you say you're going to you know lose the weight and you're going to exercise this amount of sessions and then you're going to cook this health conscious meal. And sometimes us saying these things, we're not necessarily putting action into them. And the, the best way of you doing this is, is becoming organized. And it doesn't necessarily come from like just saying, okay, well, I'm going to prep my meals and put them in a Tupperware box and I'm going to get all of my foods and make sure I've got um, them readily available in the fridge and stuff like that. Cause they, they are helpful. I'm not necessarily saying that that's not becoming organized. That is, and that will help you out. But I do think things like just putting a time and a date and stuff like that on like an exercise session or, you know, planning your meals for certain days or something like that, or setting yourself a calorie target for different days and stuff and varying it around. And, you know, just little things like this, what, what you generally tend to have for breakfast, what you're having for your lunch, you know, your dinner the next day, you know, things just, just to keep a conscious mind mindset with regards to what you're doing can really help you out. And I think sometimes when we do these things, 
um, it, it can really help you out and, and, and make you move forwards with your goal as well. Um, think, of, think of it this way, which I think is really, really helpful, is just think about your non-negotiable tasks that you have to do. Now, this is something which is, is quite easy for you to complete as well. So it could be the fact that you, you usually train five sessions a week, but sometimes life can kick in and it can move it to one side a little bit more. So it might be the fact that you just want to train three times, three times a week as your non-negotiable. Setting yourself non-negotiable tasks to be completing each week can really, really help you out because then all of a sudden you don't beat yourself up if something hasn't gone to plan. So you need to make sure that you set yourself realistic targets that you say to yourself, there's I'm guaranteed to make sure that I can complete this this um, this task that I'm going to work on as well, whether it be the amount of steps that I'm going to complete as well, because this is a thing people set themselves like too many unrealistic targets. Set yourself a realistic target of how many steps that you can, you're 100% behind, definitely able to do. And if you complete them, go over them, then great. That's fine. So whatever it is for your steps, whatever it is for your exercise session, even your calorie amount that I'm going back to as well, like set yourself a realistic uh, target with that. Um, and, and, and sometimes when we do these things, it'll really, really help you out with your goal and you're less likely to bounce back from you from uh, from things as well. Because sometimes what will happen is if you set yourself an unrealistic target and you don't do it, you can sort of beat yourself up that you've not been able to complete that and you're more likely to maybe set yourself back and think, oh, well, I can't complete these things now. I can't do them. I might as well just leave it. Um, and we, we want to move away from that mindset as, as much as possible. And sometimes by setting yourself a, um, a non-negotiable task that you're able to complete can really help you out. So becoming organized is, is so, so important. So I hope that makes sense, guys. There's seven points that I'd like you to, to consider here. Um, and I hope they give you a little bit more of an understanding of what you need to, to help yourself move forward with your goal. Um, so I'm going to leave it there for today. Um, I'm actually really excited for this as well because um, what I've designed um, for to, to basically help people move forward was um, I'm, I'm going to basically launch an, another challenge. And th this challenge is, is something that I've been considering doing now for the past few months. I've been doing like webinars and stuff like that recently. Um, but I just thought a challenge would be great to, to help people out again because I used to do like 10-day challenges and they were really, really helpful because everyone was just like full of motivation. Everyone was helping each other out and stuff like that. Um, and I thought the accountability tasks that were, were able to, what, what I was able to give out to people was really, really helpful. So I'm going to be promoting a, a lean and healthy five-day challenge, which will be on the 21st of March. So if you're listening to this podcast now and you're, you're considering wanting to, to change things like your, your, your diet around, you want to know a little bit more about strength training, and you're basically just wanting to make sure that you avoid any sort of yo-yo diet restriction phases that people generally tend to go through. From all the information that I've brought up today, then this may be an idea for you to jump onto the challenge. So basically, it'll be five days. There'll be five accountability tasks for people to can be people to be completing every single day um, and I'm going to be doing three videos on three major points that I feel are really, really helpful for people to change their mindset around 
avoiding the yo-yo dieting restriction phases. Um, and and the three points which I'll, I'll explain to you right now, uh, that they are the first one is is building a better relationship with things like food, uh, scales, calories, understanding that a little bit more, which I think is important. Um, I'll explain a bit more about that. And I'll be doing live videos. I'll be doing Q and A's where people can interact. Um, the second point is is exercising correctly as well for for a body transformation, um, and understanding what actually happens and what type of movements you could potentially be delivering. Um, there'll be some tasks to be to be completing as well with regards to strength work. Um, so I think that's going to be really helpful for people. Um, and also as well, the third one, which I think is the most important one, I feel anyway, is avoiding this restriction binge cycle. And it will be all around mindset of how to avoid this and what we should be considering around things which happen around our life and our diet and our exercise. All of these things I'll be explaining a little bit more information about. So if that's interest to you and some of them messages hit home today and um, what I'll do is I'll leave the link in the, um, in the podcast as well. I'll also leave it in the live video. Um, basically you can just click that. You can sign up if it is before the, the, the 21st of March anyway. Um, and then basically you can, you can sign up to the uh, lean and healthy and five day challenge. And you know what, if it's successful, and people get a lot of benefit from it as well. That's all I want to do is basically give people a little bit of snippets of information so they can go off and do it themselves. And the reason why I want us to do it now as well, with it being March, it's like coming into this sort of like summer period that's coming up. And I think people are generally in a, in a good place at the minute where they may want to change. Um, so I thought it was it'd be a great opportunity to, to potentially launch something out now where people are maybe want to get into a little bit of shape uh, leading up to the summer as well. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So, guys, I'll leave the link uh, here and feel free to let me know if you've got any questions with regards to any of the information that I've brought up today. I'll speak to you soon. Thank you again for listening into another episode of my podcast if you found this helpful, guys, please share on your social media accounts. It's really helpful when people can share my content over and I can help more people out just like yourselves. If you want to find out a little bit more information about me, you can head over to my website, which is freshlifestylefitness.co.uk. Thanks very much. I'll speak to you soon.